You've got a vision. You've got an idea. You've worked hard, but nothing's moving forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible, the show that helps you to believe, conceive, and achieve. Your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman, Hollywood producers, authors, and parents with over 30 years of entertainment experience, want to help guide you through the practical steps it takes to get your idea off the ground. Your vision, should you choose to pursue it, is possible. Get ready to be empowered in three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody. This is Butch and Julianne Hartman. You're, I'm the Julianne. You're the Julianne. The yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. And if this is the first time you're ever listening to us, we are people that want to see you be successful in your life through your vision. Huge, yeah, hugely. And uh, we are married. We've yes. been married for uh, almost 27 years. Yes. Uh, and we will probably go to our, our 27th anniversary together on this radio broadcast. Do you think we should celebrate it on the radio broadcast? Like yeah, happy anniversary? Not. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not there yet. Almost, it's in May. Then not we can tell yet. all of our secrets about each other. That's on that right. Day. We were married in May. <laughs> we were married in May of 1992. I know it's a long ago time. It feels like it was yesterday. It really does. And uh, when they but, all but, say that, though, yet when you look at pictures. You realize it wasn't yesterday. Well, especially when you see what you've done. Like we've had two kids that, you know, they're 23 and 21. So that took up a lot of the big chunk of the 20th. It sure did. We have two amazing daughters. Names are Carly and Sophia. Yeah, which they're going to be coming on the show a lot too because they are your millennials. They're our millennials. Our millennial hosts. Our our, our, um, millennial uh, there's a, what, what, what rhymes with millennial? I can't even think of a word. Uh, bicentennial? That's all I can think of. I don't of. know. Yeah, that's yeah. a long... Just anyway. don't even go there. Well, anyway, guys, we're glad you're here. Like Julianne said, this is called Vision Possible, and we do want to uh, really do our best to give you the practical tips and actionable steps you can take to get those visions out of your head into the world and hopefully into the marketplace. Yes. We want to give, give you some of our experience, but I want to give you guys an email address. You can email your questions to visionpossiblequestions at gmail.com. That's visionpossiblequestions at gmail.com. And we will uh, love, we'd love to answer your questions. So uh, shoot those questions to us whenever you want. Yeah. And we really want to break down the barriers of the uh, things that, that limit us and that keep us. So that's why today we want to talk about imagination. Imagination. Yes. That's a good one. Which is very key because you know something? Um, there are times when um, our imagination sometimes, if we are depressed, if we're sad, if we are going through some kind of a traumatic experience... It's interesting because our imagination starts to deplete. It starts to go away. Mm -hmm. And we're not able to imagine good things. We're actually imagining horrific things, especially when you're depressed. Yeah, what's great about imagination, guys, is uh, we're the only creature, really, that God created with an imagination. Every other creature on this earth cannot imagine like a human being can. I I, I really have not seen a dog create an iPhone. I really haven't. And I haven't seen a bird design a a designer bird nest in any way at all. I mean, animals do that. I I always say that because when I was in school growing up, they'd always say, well, we're just like the animals. We're mammals just like they are. And I'd go, really? Am I like a dog? Am I like a monkey? Am I like a cat? I never really could see the comparison there. And that's because there really isn't one. That was people trying to deny God in my life. And it's like, no, we, 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 are, we come from a creative God who has a creative imagination. So we should be able to really imagine anything. I mean, there's a story in the Bible about um, 
um, uh, Nimrod. You know who Nimrod was? He was this uh, leader in in the book of Genesis. He was this leader yes. of this people. But they I built, used to call him Nim for short. Yeah, yeah, good old Nim. But remember they built that giant – remember like we were there. The Tower of Babel. Do you remember that project? Yes. Where yes. The, all the people of the earth got together and built this massive tower and they were building it as high as a tower could possibly go. And uh, the Lord says in Genesis eleven six. And the Lord said, Behold, there are, there are one people, and they have one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Mm-hmm. Meaning, they're doing this. They accomplish this tower, they can do anything. But what he meant by that was, it was going to get dangerous, because they were going to stop worshiping him and start right. worshiping themselves. Right. So he had to confuse their language, and that's why all the languages of the world exist now, because God suddenly confused all their language. They couldn't talk to each other and complete this tower. Because once this tower was built, believe me, Nimrod was going to take credit for all of it. It was, you know, was going to be all about Nimrod and less about the Lord. It's interesting because God created us for fellowship, right? But yeah. we're such a problem all the time. Oh, trust me, I know. You know, and know. it's just, gosh, it's like if we could just um, really mm-hmm. absorb that love of Christ yep. in our hearts, mm-hmm. it's going to literally take out all the bad stuff. It just yeah. there's no room for for the for the negativity yeah. when you've got that love flowing through you so much, and that you really are acting on that love as well. You know, um, imagination is huge, uh, and a lot of us don't really exercise it as much as we can. You know, I I'm very blessed. Uh, just to point to myself for a sec, just because so, only because I'm me and I can talk about myself because I know more about right. me than anybody except for you. But uh, I I really use my imagination every day because I'm a cartoonist. I yeah. draw cartoons every day. I made a living drawing cartoons for many many years. People say, "What is the biggest challenge?" One of the questions we got is, what, what, is one of, "What's one of the biggest challenges of being a cartoonist?" And I would show them a blank page of paper. I say, right. "This is the biggest challenge right here." And they would go, "Oh my god, I never thought of that." You know, like, I've got to fill a blank page of paper right. with hopefully something somebody wants to buy. Every single minute of the day, and that's a real big challenge. So I was very dependent on my imagination, not just not just drawing a character, but naming it, giving it words to say, giving it a world to live in, giving it uh, a theme song that people could memorize and right. kids could dance to. Um, you know, figuring out different ways. Like if it's oh, oh, it's Christmas, we need a Christmas episode. Great, what's a cool Christmas episode that these characters could fit in? You know, what? Oh, uh, it's a uh, it's uh, this character's birthday. What's you know, it, coming up with those stories. Imagination, especially in the, in the land of Hollywood, Hollywood runs on imagination. Oh, yeah. Some of the imagination isn't the same as it used to be, but the point is it still runs. It's a creative town. It, it run, Every movie you see, every TV show you see, every book you read came out of somebody's imagination. Absolutely. And, you know, that's – so think about it. Imagination is key. And everything. You imagine yourself doing this. You imagine yourself being that. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you don't have, if that imagination is taken out, you know, of the equation, what do you have? You really have someone who's just kind of a robot. A yeah. robot has no imagination. You know, I wanted to say, as far as moving towards your imagination, towards your vision, you've been given a vision to do something. And, Everybody has. Yeah, and that's your imagination. Every time I, I'll, I'll paint this little story. Every time I read a novel, I read novels on occasion. I'll sit there reading the novel, and maybe usually about maybe ten pages in, maybe even halfway through, I'll say, "Somebody sat and wrote all these words down." So they, use, they have the same computer I have, and they have the same selection of letters, but they took the time to sit and write all these words. Yes. And people go, "I can't believe that author is so successful." Well, that person put a ton of work 
They took, they took their imagination, put it down on paper for other people to read. What if the founding fathers of America had not written down their imagination for a better country on a piece of yes. paper, the Declaration of Independence? What yeah. if that wasn't written down? What if, and by the way, the dangers they were facing in doing that, you know, the dangers they were facing in like putting their name on a piece of paper that was going against England. Right. <laughs> you know, they could have been hung and destroyed, and yet they stood up for their, what their imaginations told them to do. And that's the amazing part about that. So if you have an imagination, uh, excuse me, an imaginative idea, write it down. The Bible says write down the yes. vision, make it plain on tablets so they can run who reads it. Yeah, that's what I love too, is that when you want to write something like that down, um, you put it in places where you're going to see it all the time. So that, because it says that he who reads it mm-hmm. will run with it. So when you have it just, you know, like, I don't know, folded up in a Bible and you put it on your shelf, yeah. you never look at it again, you're not going to be reading Reading it and it's not going to inspire you every day. And that's what it, it sparks your imagination now to go to the next level of, okay, so I've got this idea and I'm at this level. So what's the next level I can go to? But there is a problem though when uh, things get in the way and it completely demolishes your imagination and it really makes you be completely like you, you're stopped in your tracks. And what, I'll give what, you an example. What, yeah, what could get in the way? Yeah, yeah. So many years ago in 2008, I got sick. And um, what, what, uh, what, with, what, I'm going to guess. tell them. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. Um, but anyway, I got um, my body started experiencing some really weird, bizarre symptoms, mm-hmm. and because of that, I got very depressed, and my mind could not focus on anything else but how sick I was and how bad I felt, and how I wasn't able to do some of the things that I used to be able to do, and how sad I was because of that, and just you know, it was just this whole thing. It was a um, it was it was bad. So anyway, I saw many doctors, and unfortunately, it it cost us about three hundred thousand dollars in doctor. Say that number again. Three hundred thousand yeah. dollars in doctor fees and therapy fees, and to find mm-hmm. that nobody could help me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was there. I know you were. <laughs> and <laughs> I was there. I feel so bad. I wish you could have escaped and went somewhere else. You probably did in By your the imagination. Way, so did I. Yeah. yeah. You probably went some other place in your imagination many times. Many times. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, there was this one doctor that I went to. He was like a wellness guy. And Just so everyone out there is clear, I didn't go anywhere. I was there the whole time. No, he yeah, was there. But <laughs> I was still there. Listen, he even said to me one day, he goes, I am not going anywhere. I married you. You are uh, my wife. And I made a vow between you know me and God and you, and I will stand on that. I will never leave you. So. He's kind of like God. He says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. the book of Butch. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. But anyway, um, so I went to this one doctor and um, he would do some like therapeutic stuff with me. But one thing that he would do is we would come into his office and he would say, okay, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to picture a house, not your house, but a house. And I want you to describe the house to me. So I sat there and I had my eyes closed and I could just see darkness. I could not see anything. I could not see, I couldn't see a yard. I couldn't see a tree. I couldn't see a structure. I couldn't see a gate, a fence, nothing. And so I just said, well, I don't see anything. He said, okay. So I come back the next week. He said, I want you to close your eyes and picture a house. And I'm like, okay. Shut my eyes. 
I see nothing. And he said, I want you now every day, you know, in between the weeks that you come, I want you just to do that exercise with yourself because you, because you need to start seeing your, you need to have you start your imagination now needs to start again in a good way and not imagining all these bad things happening yeah, to you anymore. Your imagination's a muscle. It really truly is. Yeah. I know, I know it's not really a physical muscle, but it is a, it's a, uh, a part of your brain that you need to work on. Yeah. And so uh, finally one day after months, I was sitting in his office and he goes, okay, close your eyes. And I'm like, oh, God, the same thing. Can we get on to something else? And how is this helping me? Mm-hmm. You know? And he said, okay, I want you to picture a house. And all of a sudden I saw a house. And then he said, okay, do you, what do you, explain the house to me. And I was like, well, it's not my house. It's a two-story house. And I see a white picket fence out front. And so it was like, okay, good. That's all I could see that, that day, that week. So I went home and I still practiced it. I would shut my eyes. And better, I would, than, better than seeing yeah. anything. Yeah. And uh, then the next week I came. And then as I started seeing the house, I started getting excited. It was like, oh, my gosh, not just do I see windows, but I see window boxes with, uh, with pretty flowers hanging off the, 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 you know, like they do in, in Italy. You know, it's like I started seeing the specificness of it. I saw the roof. I saw, you know, the texture of, of the walls of the stucco. I saw the color. I saw the grass. I saw the dog in the yard. I saw the gate. I saw, you know, uh, the, the hinge on the gate. Like I started seeing everything. And so, yeah, and it was like, as that was happening, I was starting to see my uh, life, like my life started like changing, meaning that I started getting excited about things. It started very, I mean, we're talking like, it started off very small, like getting excited about things, but it took me a long time to be able to, to, to get my imagination back where it was. Because if you knew me before, I had a huge imagination. You know, I was an actress. Mm-hmm. I had to imagine a lot of things in order uh-huh. to do a scene, auditions, or just do, you know, uh, television or whatever it was. Right. I had a huge imagination, but I lost it because of depression mm. and all of those things that go with depression. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said before, imagination is definitely something that if you don't use it, it'll lie dormant. And it's 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 a shame because uh, we were given this it, – it, it's, it's kind of miraculous if you think about it. We were given a creative insight to make – Anything like uh, just like the fact we're sitting talking into these microphones here. Somebody had to design this microphone. Oh, I know. And this isn't even the you know, this is someone even... had to design it so it can go out to people that are driving in their cars and yeah, walking with their phones. Somebody put a satellite orbiting the earth that this, this so sound weird. is bouncing off, it, it, bouncing off of and going somewhere. I mean, all of this is astounding because we really have a creative mind, but a lot of people are either afraid to use it. They've given up on it because nothing's happened instantly, or it was it was taken away from them. And I, like for example, um, the depression took it away. Yeah. Now I want to caution people about this. We did a show recently about excuses. Don't let the fact that you were past tense depressed take away your imagination. No. Because if you if you even if you are depressed or whatever you're going through, you still have an imaginative way to get out of these situations. You know. Um, well, but check this out, though. You know, there was no drugs involved in that therapy. I know. There was him saying, I want you to go home every yep. day and imagine. Now, it's not that that was the thing. I mean, it was definitely a part of it because it was the word of God that, you know, we'll talk about the healing of the whole situation on another show. Completely. We should do a whole show on your healing. Yeah, yeah. we will do that. But um, but the bottom line is, is that that was one 
aspect of the healing that came forth. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I get, again, talking about barriers and stumbling blocks when it comes to, or things just literally going in your way when you're trying to pursue your vision. Yeah, I want to read something from uh, Ephesians. This is chapter 1, verses right. seven, 17 through 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened. That's basically your imagination, right. the eyes of your heart, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. So your imagination is going to be calling you somewhere. Yeah. You're either going to imagine good things or bad things. We, it's our prayer here you imagine good things. Uh, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. That's awesome because it's your imagination that is coming into play there. You know, all of us, you know, whether you're a little boy, you want to be a baseball player, whether you're a little girl, you want to be, you know, um, uh, a princess or whatever it is uh, uh, as you're growing up. You can become all of those things. Mm-hmm. Really? I can become a princess? Well, yeah, if you really put your mind to it, you certainly can yeah. become a princess. Or you become a veterinarian or somebody who's in the circus. Or you can become the president of the United States, whatever yeah. it is you want to do. You can totally do it. But nothing is going to happen. Unless you get out there and do it. And using your imagination is the best way to make it happen. By the way, if your imagination isn't so great or if you don't think it is, start hanging around with people that have good imaginations. That way, you'll be forced in order to keep up with them. You'll have to imagine things as well. When I first got to art school, um, uh, animation school, I came from Michigan to go to CalArts in Valencia, California. I'm from uh, very cold Michigan, which I love, beautiful state. But I wanted some sun, so I came to California to go to art school. And um, uh, when I got to school, I thought I was like – I was the best artist in my hometown. Right. I thought I was the best. So I'm like, oh, this is no problem. But once I got to school, I realized how great everybody else was. I saw their drawings like, oh, my God. They were drawing things I could never have thought of. I never – they were writing stories I could never have thought of. And it's like what it really – like supercharged my imagination. I was like, wow, in order to keep up with these guys, in order to survive, I've got to come up with drawings and stories just as good as them. If I want them to take me seriously, if I want to get a job in this industry, I need to step up my game. So you know what that did? It made me practice more. It made me get up earlier, made me stop doing all the nonsensical things I was doing. And like, okay, instead of going out, I'm going to stay in tonight and practice a little bit more. It really helped me get more disciplined. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. And you know, what I love too is, um, okay, so there's another part of imagination that is not good, right? What part is that? So this is imagining all the horrific stuff. Yeah, imagining bad things. And so this is so cool. This is a great story because um, many Well, it better be great. We're on a radio show here. Yes. People are expecting greatness. This is what's awesome. So many years ago, when I first, when we first got saved, there was a pastor that was kind of coaching us and helping us with helping us with stuff because we knew nothing, like nothing about the Bible, and we were in our thirties and knew nothing about anything about God except that God was a punisher. You know, that's all we knew. That's what we were. That's what I was. Not you, but I was taught that if you do this, God's going to punish you. I kind of thought that too, but I didn't really think much of anything. I knew. I knew. I believed in God, and that was about it. And yes, I did think I'd be punished if I did the wrong thing. Right. So that's why um, I had a very, you know, we had a very... I also know I'll get punished by you if I could do the wrong thing, Exactly. Yeah, so, so just be careful. Yeah, I'll get in big, big trouble. Because while we play the show, and then I'll get you on every account. Oh, yeah, we're in huge trouble here. But anyway, so I remember I asked this, the pastor, I said, hey, I said... Um, 
What what scripture you always talk about like memorizing and meditating on a scripture? First of all, what does that mean? I didn't know what meditate. I knew what meditate in the world meant, but not what in the you know in the the kingdom. And he said, well, that's speaking something over and over, like meditating on it, murmuring, speaking it out of your mouth or you know in your mind over and over. Right, right. And so I said, well, what scripture would you give me? So he said, Second Corinthians ten four. And you gave that to me. Yes, all the way down to. Uh, yeah, ten four through six. Yeah, and he said, "I it's want only you... two verses." Yeah, well, no, ten. Oh, yeah, it is four through six is two verses. That's true. No, no, yeah, no. I'm so... yeah, the end of six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, I said okay. So I just I literally memorized that scripture, and I could not for the life of me know what that was about. Yeah. I did not know what that scripture was about. But you I was read, like, well, read it to them. No, I'm going to. <laughs> He's directing me with his imagination. Jumping the gun. But um, but anyway, so I memorized that scripture and I'd always say, what does this mean? Like I didn't understand it. And so what's interesting is that all of a sudden the day that the light came on, the revelation, you're like, oh, that's what that scripture was about. So I want to read it. And it's uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 4. And, it, and so I want, I want to actually start at 10, 3, because this is where I, the memorization came in, the meditation. You're going to read it? You're not going to memorize it? Just say no, it out I'm loud? Gonna, yeah, I'm, yeah. You guys think it? Can you see okay. my brain? She's not think, looking in her Bible, whatever you think. Well, I know it. I know it by heart, but I, if I leave a word out, I don't want to be that person Got that it. doesn't it's, represent it's, God. I completely understand. Right? I don't want to change the gospel. So it says, um, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity into the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience Disobedience when when your obedience is fulfilled. Right. Right. Yeah. So look now at you that. now when you memorize that, I memorized it too because you said because yeah. you said here's a scripture we should memorize. I'm well, like, like okay, Pastor cool. Burns told us to memorize the scripture, so that's what we yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember I was in New York. I had to go on a trip to New York, and I memorized that in my hotel room in New York. Well, that's a good place to memorize that scripture. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. But I love that casting down imaginations, arguments, depending on what translation you're what you're reading. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ, of God. Mm -hmm. So anything that is trying to exalt the knowledge of God. So anything that is trying to um, come against the word, try to go above the word of God. Because I always look at this way. There's, there's my, I have a, a Jesus meter. So imagine I've got my hands, they're both, my fingers are are facing each other and they're on the same level. So my left hand is going to be Jesus and that's going to be at the top. My right hand is going to be at the bottom. So my right hand is all my imaginations. My left hand is Jesus. So all my imaginations that start and as they start to build up, if they go above that left hand, Jesus, Jesus starts to now go down. Mm -hmm. The meter is off. My levels are completely off. They're unbalanced. And what's going to happen? I'm going to exalt everything else against what the promises of God is to, for me. That's dangerous. So uh, the scripture basically says we don't war among – our, our weapons are not carnal, meaning we don't war in the flesh. We don't, we don't it's a spiritual duke battle. it out. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm punching you right now. Punch. Yes, I know. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah, um, it's not about thanks. the carnal punch. Yeah, but no, it's about, it's about we're in a spiritual battle. 
in our minds and every thought that comes into our head. That we is, have to take captive. Take it, every, every negative thought. Yes. Because if I've got an imagination, like we talked about uh, before our streaming service we want to build, Oaxis, uh, uh, Oaxis Entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, we want to we want to build that up. It takes a lot of imagination. If I let any negative thoughts get in there. Oh, yeah. I'd say, you can't do this. You can't do that. You don't have the money. You can't do this. You know, There's no way you can build something like that. If I let all that get into my head. Uh, that's going to completely derail what we're going for. Of course, I've got to take all those thoughts captive. Meaning, I've got to actually picture little little soldiers coming in, taking those thoughts captive, and, arrest and, that thought exactly, and taking them <laughs> out. Because that because listen, I need a clean line of focus, and I demand to have that in my own mind. Now, we encourage everybody out there to have that same mindset yes. and we're trying to get you guys to learn some steps to make your vision possible and one way of doing that is quiet time with the lord mm-hmm. because he's not going to he's not going to discourage you on a project or on a business or on a vision that he gave you there's no way he's going to encourage you right so when you're hearing discouragement then right. you know right then right. so that's the problem see there that that's a huge problem in the body so if you don't know the word and you don't have a one-on-one uh, intimate relationship with Jesus, you're not going to know whose word that is. And you're not going to know if the word, if the thoughts that are coming into your mind are from God or from you or from the devil or whoever. Mm-hmm. That's why it's really important that you keep, you got to know him. You've got to know Jesus. You've got to know him on such an intimate level that you will know when you're being Pulled off target. Uh, right, off right. Because right. there, there's going to be a lot of thoughts coming into your head, a lot of voices you're going to hear. I'm not saying you're insane hearing voices, no. but you hear that voice like, you should do this. There's that old cartoon where there's a little devil on your shoulder and a little angel on your shoulder. Now, I'm a cartoonist. I think that way. But it's That's kind your of, imagination. It's, but it's, it is. But it's kind of a literal translation. It's like there's going to be one voice talking to you in a good way and one voice talking to you in a bad way. But you need to know which voice is which. And you need to know which which path to take. But I want to remind everybody um, to uh, give us uh, – just uh, keep listening to our show, Vision Possible. We're so excited you guys are here. And we want to invite I you back. I hope you were all – your imaginations were intrigued yeah, by you know, this uh, these, these shows go by so quick. I we, know. You know and a half hour is not that much time or 25 minutes is not that much time. But we, uh, we do our best to cram as much info in as we can. If you guys have any questions for us at all, write uh, an email to visionpossiblequestions at gmail.com. We'll be happy to answer your question uh, anytime we can. And we're just so thankful that you're here. And hopefully this imaginative uh, episode has given your imagination a big boost. But for now, we're going to say goodbye. I want to take uh, take this time to thank you guys and encourage you all to... Yes. To make, make your, your vision, vision possible. possible. Really good. we got to work on that. Yeah, we got to get that right. Okay. okay. Thanks, Bye. Bye. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Vision Possible. We want to hear from you. Please email us your questions at visionpossiblequestions at gmail.com. It's your vision. Now go make it possible.